You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. Today on the ZabeCast, when it comes to bad ideas and bad timing, could any couple have played it worse than Harry and Meghan? I mean, you bolt the royal palace into a what? Global pandemic? The Philly Mafia is in the house tonight. The Godfather, Tony Bruno, and his consigliere, Harry Mays. New show coming on satellite radio, and we'll let Bruno go nuclear on the mayor of Philly. Your Thursday dose of normalcy in a global pandemic is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! Thursday, April 2nd, 2020, thank you for joining me. Before I get to this Harry and Meghan op-ed in the Toronto Sun, it's fantastic. And what a calamity that's turned out to be for them, as they are now uh, out of Canada. They're going to California. They want the U.S. to pay for their protection. Trump has already said, yeah, fat chance. It would have been a new, even before all this happened, But even now, it's like, this is the last thing we're going to pay for. So good luck on that. I'll get to it in a second. But first, this email from Mark Corriere. He writes to say, Steve, I just wanted to say thank you for continuing to do the ZabeCast. With sports shut down, it leaves hosts like you with little material to work with. You excel in this type of environment. You are able to take a conversation with Jay about live concert performances or a countdown with Charge about annoying things at a concert and make it totally entertaining. I've always been a fan of the ZabeCast, but during these last few weeks, it has really been a welcome diversion during my morning run. So much better than other sports podcasts I keep in my rotation. Keep up the great work, stay healthy, and stay safe. Why, thank you, Mark. That is the highest form of compliment I think I could ever get. And with that, let's turn to Harry and Meghan. This story, this column by Christina Blizzard in the Toronto Sun is great. I've had enough of Harry and Meghan. Their problem, she writes, is that we've all got friends like them. You go out to dinner as a group. They show up in their flashy car. They show off their latest gadgets. They preach to you about everything you're doing wrong with your life. They order some trendy food item you've never heard of with all the vegan fixings. They keep the most expensive wine flowing. And then when it comes time to pay, they hmm, feel in their pockets for their wallets. And oh, what do you know? We've left them at home. No problems, says everyone else. It's on us. 
That's how most of Canada feels after the Duke and Duchess of Sussex abruptly departed their West Coast love nest for greener pastures in California. They're reportedly moving to a multi-million dollar Malibu mansion. So what was it they didn't like about Canada? Was it our winter? (laughs) That's Canadian humor right there. She points out that Megan lived in Toronto for many years before she was whisked off the set of Suits, the TV show she was last on, by her handsome prince. You'd think she'd have an Ugg boot collection by now. But as long as they were in Canada, we footed the bill for their security, and it wasn't cheap. We also paid for Mounties to protect Harry when he visited to Court Megan, a restaurant at the Annex at the time. President Trump has said the U.S. will not pay for Harry and Meghan's security, and why should they? The U.S. is not part of the Commonwealth. I learned about this in a previous episode. Now they've resigned as royals. They've got no special status. No country has an obligation to protect them. Meghan pointedly snubbed Trump when he visited the U.K. last year. It was reported that she vowed not to return to the U.S. as long as he was president. (laughs) Well, that's changed. It's payback time now. As of April 1st, H&M are no longer senior royals by their own choice. They're on their own. They've got to start picking up the tab. And it's about time. They're off the scale on the hypocrisy meter. They preach about the calamity of climate change while jetting around the world in private jets themselves, usually owned, of course, by somebody else. Yeah, I. Uh, if you like schadenfreude, if you like a big fat dose of ha-ha pie, There is little as delicious as this. (laughs) They're like, that's it. We don't like being royals. Too much scrutiny. Too much paparazzi. Too nosy. Yeah, but is there any benefits to it? Yeah, actually, it's it's pretty good. Pays good. Luxury's good. It's like, I don't have to do anything. No, we can make it on our own. Uh, Megan's going to get parts in movies, I swear. We'll live in California. This would be great. Who's going to protect us? You know that the uh, the ransom money potentially for Harry and Meghan, even though they're no longer royals, if they were taken hostage, that's the thing. They need all the security because why? Because of ransom, right? But if the royals have already said, no, nah, well, they're not royals anymore, is they, would they pay? I mean, I guess they would have to, right? Anyway, good luck, Harry and Meghan. But man, talk about bad timing on what was probably a bad idea. There had to be other ways to back off the queen mum. There had to be ways to mitigate the paparazzi. There had to be some wiggle room in there. But no. Good luck to you. That's all I can say. (laughs) I told her I had to do it at 7 o'clock. Unbelievable. We've got the OG, Tony Bruno, with his partner in crime, his consigliere, Harry Mays, on the phone right now, and I've interrupted Tony Bruno's dinner. What the hell, no. Tony? Well, it's not it's not my fault, and like we do in this world, we blame somebody else. I hate to blame Miss Robin, but Miss Robin, you know, we're doing keto for the last month, Abe, and I'm really? down 15 pounds. Wow. While most people are putting on weight, and Harry and I talked about this the other. While most people are putting on weight during this stay-at-home self-quarantine stuff, I'm doing the exact opposite. I put all my weight on in October through January, and now I'm losing it by doing the keto thing. Harry's done it, but Robin decides to make keto gnocchi today. 
with asparagus and bacon. Phenomenal. Guess when she plated it up? 6:58 p.m. Oh my god. And 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 I'm and I'm telling my family wait 20 minutes cuz I had said yeah. I'd call you at 7. I would have called to push it back, but I'm like I'm no, not no, pushing no, back right. you guys. That's okay. So we're here. I'm, we're here. I'm the not mo- one to complain as you know and Harry knows. It's not my style to bitch about anything. So uh, it's not going anywhere. I'll go on, put it in a microwave, you know? My, my wife had dinner ready at 10 of 7, and I said to wait. I said, I'm going to wait until after the call. Well, there you go. So the an most, outrage, hey, it's an outrage, exactly. So the most important thing is, Tony, you and Harry are back on satellite radio starting on April 6th, I believe, on the newly formed Dan Patrick channel on Sirius XM. What channel, what time for your guys' show? Harry, do you know the time, the temperature, the date, and the wet traffic and weather on the news? <laughs> well, apparently it's 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern. And what channel? It would be afternoon drive, I think, say. Now, you know, as a man who does like six shows a day and has worked morning and afternoon drives in the same day, <laughs> you know, three to six. It's three to six easier than doing this morning show. It is if you don't, you like to stay up late. It but it's is. not if you're, you know, like, hey, you know, I don't have to wake up. Harry can go out and play maybe 18, get up early when the weather starts getting nice. And, and even though we're not allowed to go out, Harry's still sneaking out on the golf course. I mean, he's a great, he's a genius. That's uh, beautiful. You guys are back in the saddle. I love it. It'll be a good show to listen to. And uh, Harry, when you get the channel, let me know, and I'll make sure to pimp it. That's 211. 211. Sirius XM 211. I was joking. I knew it right away. Oh. Dan Patrick Radio XM 211. And, of course, um, the good thing is uh, Sirius XM has now opened up their app so that everybody can listen for free between now all the way up to May 15th. So if you don't have Sirius, you know, you can go on there now and listen to everything, Howard Stern and all the uh, product that they have, including Sirius XM Chill, one of my favorites, Channel 53 on Sirius. Well, I, I think you got to pay extra for the dog channel, Mad Dog. No, I don't think so. I was listening to the dog channel today no, no, online. No, 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 they did a great job. Great job by Sirius. Yeah, they, they, they give it that free. It's good, it's good. I like I was, that. Wait, good job there, Steve Cohen. Jo- no, wait, 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 go, baby. I was just joking, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. So let's start with this. Harry, you and I are super juiced up for a possible Tiger versus Phil with Peyton and Brady golf match. And now the PGA Tour is saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, fuck them. You got no jurisdiction over this. What are you going to do? Suspend Tiger Woods when the tour starts up again because he played in this match? Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason, I guess they have they have jurisdiction over even events like this if it involves tour players. I thought it was ridiculous. I read that today. I mean, you know, the, the last time they did this last year, it, it sucked. I mean, I was really disappointed. I had a lot of like, you know, high hopes for it. I was hyped, and it it it, it was boring. But you put Brady and Manning, you know, in a team thing. You know, and let's say uh, Phil gets, you know, whoever he gets, Manning, Tiger gets. I mean, that that adds a, a that, different element to you're it. You're right. The first one was over overstuffed oh, and boring and slow because they took it yeah. too seriously. They became golfers again. And yeah. Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, I think Tony would act like, "What the fuck do I care? I'm just playing golf. Yeah. I suck, and you suck. Talk shit." Exactly. I mean, and you know, the cameras are going to be six feet away. Do you really need spectators? I mean, is that the concern that you can't bring spectators onto a golf course? No, no, you don't have to. No, the concern, Tony, is that the the PGA Tour wants to control this. 
Ah, that's the concern. Yeah, and they and and I don't know why. I mean, I guess they technically have jurisdiction, but shit, it's a pandemic. All rules go out the window. So I say exactly. Tiger and Phil should just say, well, if you want to suspend us later, fine. I don't think you're going to do that after you suffer losses like everyone else is suffering losses from truncated seasons. You know, none of this crap used to happen back in the day. Back around in the Thanksgiving, day. when we had the skins game on Thanksgiving, and we all waited for Chi Chi Rodriguez to make that putt and then take his putter and, and stab the bull and finally stick it in like the picador and then wipe the blood off the off his shaft of his of his driver. I mean, those were the good old days. When when guys like Lee Trevino would say well, you know, this isn't pressure. Was it a pressure to make a $100,000 putt? He said, no, pressure is trying to make bills, pay your bill at the end of the month when you're broke. That's yeah. pressure. Yeah, I think I think Lee Trevino said pressure was playing for $20 when you only had two bucks in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. That's, that's how he learned to play. So how is Philly holding up under this uh, 21 days now going without sports of any kind? I know how much of a sports soaked hardcore town it is what's the sports radio like tony and how's the town handling it i don't i you know to be honest not that i don't like the sports radio people in town but i i don't really pay much attention i can tell by on my twitter feed you know people are and everybody in sports is doing this day but it's not just here in philly you know the best sports towns even the worst sports towns espn they everybody's rerunning stuff we're doing yeah. mount rushmore is now 24/7 brackets polls, mount rushmore's movies yeah, yeah, all that stuff so it's hard for sports people right now to talk about sports and that's what's amazing about harry and i getting the show starting on monday is that we're getting a show in sports radio when sports radio stations are getting rid of talent and now we're going on when yeah. there's no sports to talk about uh. You're hey, launching hey, into a pandemic. The only one that had a worse timing, I said this to start the podcast, is Harry and Meghan, who decided to leave the royal family, and four months later, <laughs> there's a pandemic, and they have no country willing to protect them. <laughs> screw them. That's what I say. Screw them. Let them go hey. out there and walk the streets and see what it's like to be a regular person. Hey, I tell you what, we're like hedge fund uh, guys, Tony, Tony and I. Like, when the market crashes, we go in and buy. Boom. Yeah. And then I read earlier that Beasley, you know, I mean, this is happening all over the world, not just because of the pandemic. I mean, it was March 31st. So usually, you know, radio people, media people get fired on Fridays, the Black Fridays, yeah. you know, the the, new, the Friday afternoon news dump. And so Beasley, one of the big companies that has a lot of radio stations on March 31st, a Tuesday, decided to fire 67 people around the country. And I don't believe this has anything to do with the coronavirus. This is just companies, again, as we all know. And it happens in a lot of businesses, but especially in the radio TV business, you know, they, they're always trying to cut back so that the company in the corporate world can make more money and they find out which employees are expendable and they've done it all over the country. So that's the sad reality. And I don't think it was anything has anything to do with the coronavirus. It has the end of the first quarter of the year, which was March 31st. And that's it's, why everybody got let go. Not, it, I mean, 67 people. Yeah, it's convenient cover for sure. And, uh, you know, the operations of sports radio stations, as you guys know, sometimes get a bit bloated. Some stations have more people than others. And you look at them like, God, you got a lot of people rattling around out there. But it's uh, it's it's going to be just one of many industries that are changed on the other side of this. Agreed? Yeah, and you look at Sports Illustrated. I mean, obviously, publications, newspapers, magazines, they've been struggling for years. And so when you get into a situation like this, 
especially with sports now being completely shut down, unless you're betting on Belarus and the <laughs> soccer and the hockey over there. The hockey too, yeah. The hockey is phenomenal, man. But so, imagine that now. Imagine like the sports betting sites, DraftKings, FanDuel, Vsin, out of my what is Brett Musburger doing? I don't now? He must know. be chosen. Yes. Although someone apparently, Tony, hit a ten team table tennis parlay for a big score. Some overseas table tennis tournament. Some better at William Hill nailed it for a big payday. Wow. Yeah, that's that's hard to bet on that. To bet. I posted a video today, it's really funny. There's this one guy who does recreations of play-by-plays, and he does the old Ron radio. Hey, what about this? The one with the two rats fighting oh. in some kitchen somewhere in a pantry. Did you see that one? I, yeah. saw, I saw you tweet that. I tweeted that. But there's a guy who does these. He does recreations of real sporting events. There was one soccer one where the guy scores, and he says, oh, my, and he, and he you know, uses profanity. And it's a basic, hey, everybody, can you believe this? Look at these rats. Oh, oh. left hand. You know, it was just phenomenal stuff. It's, it's not Bob Mennery, is it? Yes, Bob Mennery. So. Yeah, Bob yeah. Mennery is great. He's fabulous. Where he'll, he's great. Exactly, because he'll sound like a straight announcer, yeah. and then he breaks out into straight expletives. Like when, oh, he just kicked him in the fucking nuts, Peter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, I didn't know that that's who that was. <laughs> Did did you ever see did you ever see Bob Menery do uh the Phil Mickelson when he slapped yes. it around at the yeah. US Open at Shinnecock? Shinnecock. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna find that one for you right here on YouTube if I get a second. So what are you guys talking about? I mean you you still do Tony, you do your uh your your uh streaming show once a week still, right? No, I was doing that every day on Twitch. Every day, okay, uh, on Twitch. Now, yeah, yeah, one to three, but we've shut it down because when Harry was here on Monday, when we made the announcement on the Monday Twitch show, at, as soon as that was over, we were like the the crew at the at the indoor buildings converting from hockey to basketball. Yeah, we tore everything down, bringing in a new board tomorrow, a seven million dollar board to go along with the seven million dollar Shangriliers we have down here. And so we're bringing in all new equipment and uh, cleaning up the desk area. So when we launch on Monday, we will have it on Sirius, and we'll stay on Twitch at the same time. Oh, nice! So the uh, so the Sirius overlords are not making you uh, sacrifice the Twitch show on the altar. No, in fact, I think we'll be the only Sirius show that actually has a Twitch component on it, and that was that was baked in, as we like to say. I love Good. that term. Baked that in. was baked into the deal. You know what I'm saying? Do you think? Do you think Tony, having been in this business long uh, as long as you have, do you think that a video element is 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 worth it to people? Do you think they like that? Even though I always say, "Who the fuck wants to look at me?" This just listen yeah. to me. I'm ugly. Don't look That's at what me. I say too. That's but what I say too. you you think that uh, uh, Harry? You don't think that the video doesn't a- adds a lot? But I mean, well, I, I guess it does because you know a lot of people that I talk to that are a lot younger than me say that they they enjoy that. Like I don't get it because I watch some of these shows when I'm on the treadmill during you know in the morning. And I'll, I'll flip through some of the channels and watch Cowherd or Rome or, you know, Levitard. And they do these TV radio shows. It doesn't do much for me. I'd rather just listen to the guy. Yeah, but, you know, the TV stations are doing the same thing, Harry, and, and, and say, you know, they need programming. And so, you know, the, 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 the dawn of let's put local TV guys on the NBC sports affiliates because, you know, it's either infomercials or throw a local show on. I don't know how much revenue they generate, and I don't know about ratings. Bottom line is, you know, that's what ESPN does. It's Fox Sports 1. It's all talking heads in boxes, and that's 
you know, that's that's now basically yeah. it's sports talk radio right. on TV. Yeah. And now you see the guys because on TV, what are you going to do? Put up a blank screen. So they put all these talking heads in boxes and that fills up the programming day because it's a it's much less expensive to produce than right. putting together, you know, prepared television shows. Right. Yeah. And, and so that's the that's cheap way out. But and as far as, you know, the Twitch thing, I mean, there are people watching guys in their underwear playing video games on Twitch. So, so why not watch you and Miss Robin? Underwear yeah. playing video games. Yeah. Why wouldn't they watch broadcast professionals like <laughs> Harry Mays, Tony Bruno? And by the way, we don't just sit here and stare into a camera. I mean, I'm playing drums. We're playing music. We're going to put the dartboard up. This is going to be interactive. You know, Dan Patrick's got the studio where he's got the. Oh, he's we got can't fit it. Harry was talking about a golf simulator, though. It's not. We don't have enough room here. We can have a putting green down here, though. Yeah, we need a golf simulator. Where Where is your studio going to be? It's in my basement, and see, we don't call it basements anymore. No, the studio is in the wine cellar because <laughs> in my home that Robin and I purchased uh, about uh, six years, four years ago. We, I was an old crappy little row home in South Philly, the same street I grew up on, by the way. My mother's house is down the street, so you can go home again, Zabe. People say you can't go home again. When I moved back from L.A., I was renting an apartment, and then I found this house on the same street my mom lives where I grew up. Bought the house, had to gut it, did the whole basement, dug it down uh, two feet so I could have seven-foot-two clearance. So you can't, what? Yeah, because these, these, you... these ceilings were six feet. So you could barely walk down here. You dug. So what you have to do is dig down. You dig dug, down and then pour fresh. Yes. Holy yes. shit! That's amazing. Do you need a permit for that? Absolutely. I bet. And uh, I've been watching you rehab that house now for years on social media, and I'd be like, oh, oh, nice. "Look at that project that old Tony's doing. That looks like it's hard." Do you realize more people say, more people watch the videos of Robin and I doing construction? That I was talking about stupid sports. <laughs> Let's not get into that. It's too depressing. Here's your Bob Mennery on Phil Mickelson. Yeah, by we the cut way. over the 13. Oh, come on, Twitter. My internet's so terrible. Peter, Why Phil's is- got to be real careful this one. This is a quick pot. It's going to move about a foot left to right. And again, this for bogey. Not the best day for Phil as he hammers that one. And that is going to look at this. It's going to go all the way down a false front as Phil kind of playfully chases it, but he says, fuck it. Oh, my goodness, he said. It's my birthday, USGA. Fuck off. I don't give a shit about anybody. He said, I want to just go home and rip bangers and bet on blackjack all day. Guy loves to fucking gamble. Here's a little six-footer for Phil, and they're going to have to tack on a two-stroke penalty. Oh, boy, it's been a fucking train wreck of a hole. That's a 10 for Mickelson. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's the guy. I didn't realize that was. So, is he a real sportscaster, or is he just a no, good comic? No, no, he's not a sportscaster. He's making a living doing this. He's that's a, phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. Bob you know, Mennery. I grew up with a lot of guys who sounded like that in the radio. You know, we were, many of them, we used to call them Ron Radios and Yuckers, yeah. guys who did that. But he is brilliant. I mean, the one with the two rats fighting is absolutely hilarious. I, I love how he always refers to his co-host. Peter, who doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Unbelievable. So uh, the Flyers were rolling up until this thing hit. I'm sure everyone up there is bummed about that. Totally, man. And the Sixers, nobody knew what they were doing. I mean, they were just trotting, treading water. You know, and uh, at least all the Brett Brown must go people have calmed down for a month. And so you got that situation. And, I, you know, we, Harry and I were talking about this the other day, and I'm sure a lot of sports radio shows, you know, baseball, they're the ones who are going to have the biggest problem because the longer this goes, 
the question is, will they be able to play more than 80 games right. and make it count and then be playing into November? But Harry and I were talking about the basketball and the hockey. If they think things could be over, say by June, you know, you don't need to play another 40 games in the NHL. No. You know, you're, you're pretty close to the end. You play maybe a week there, or two, and then you start the playoffs. I think there's 12 games left on average for teams in the NHL. And that's there's no reason to even start that. Just put the bracket out and play the playoffs. If things do get spooled up again in the summer, and let's pray and hope that they do, and all these things are happening in July and August, and maybe uh, we have the Masters and Majors in the fall, Harry, if yeah. that happens, I think it is going to be spectacular. It, oh, I think it'll be great, too. It yeah, will no, have no sucked doubt. to have gotten there, but if it happens, it will be glorious. I'm just like wondering, like with all those things going on at once and all these networks with, you know, with different affiliations with these events, how are they going to be able to air all this shit? You know what I mean? Like, well, they're going to have to figure it out, but I think they're going to want to because there's so much money involved. Well, yeah. And, and how weird will the masters be? Believe me, when I say weird, I, I still love it in October, November, where there's no azaleas and the grass is totally not, you know, perfectly green because the place has been shut down for the last six months. Um, it's going to have a totally different feel. Yeah. But you ever yeah, instead of Amen corner, it's going to be, Holy shit. What happened to Amen <laughs> corner? Everything's dead. Oh, there's weeds growing. I know. They'll, they'll, I think they'll have the ground crew guys out there no, uh, making sure it looks beautiful. Jim Nance would not be able to talk about the patrons and Amen Corner and the birds chirping. Although the birds, will they be chirping in the fall like they chirp in the spring? Why, Tony, the birds will chirp when we tell them to chirp down here at Augusta. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Nance may have to take a day off, though, uh, from his football duties if this thing is right opposite football in the fall. But, hey, who cares? It'll be weird, but it'll be great. It'll be like, Harry, it'll be like, you know, when you're in college and you have noon sex on a couch with your girlfriend. Not what you're used to, but you're like, that was still fun. Different, but still fun. All right. Anything else that's on your minds uh, while we're here in this uh, unbelievable shutdown of sports? Yeah, well, you know, we're talking about football. The draft's going to happen. And Adam Schefter going out of his element and ripping the NFL. And obviously, they're not going to fire Adam. You know, the guy was just talking about why are we going to do the draft? And he may have gone a little too far for some people. But, you know, I love when people speak their minds, you know, because one of the things we always talk about in our business, if you work for a radio station that is a rights holder to an NBA team or a hockey team or an NFL or a baseball team, a lot of hosts can't say anything anymore. They can't be critical. Because then they get fired because the, the the rights holder says, we can't have a guy on the air criticizing our team. And they fire the talent. So for Adam Schefter to come out like he did the other night and basically say that with the N- and the NFL trying to still do it in Vegas is stupid or things of that nature. I mean, that's pretty hard. But the, what are they going to do? They're not going to fire Adam Schefter well, but that's, for, giving, other, for and, speaking his mind. The other thing, too, Tony, is Adam Schefter is not going to furlough himself. So until there's some economic damage on his own front door, I don't want to hear him lecture people because, you know what, I believe everything that can still go on business-wise right now needs to keep going on. Don't you think? Yeah, I agree, I agree with you. But my point is, I agree that the, the, what Adam did at the end, I didn't agree with everything he said. All I'm doing is defending his right as an employee no, I know. of it, a company that's right. very, very, very tough 
on employees. And I, I know, I don't know if that's considered a woke thing or cause that, you know, chef, I know that it's for a, a long time. It's He's a sensitive woke thing. Guys, you know? I think it's, I think it's a sensitivity thing. And it's what we all struggle with. You know, people are dying all over the country and it's horrible. Yeah. So do you really want to push ahead with the draft? Well, life has to push on. I mean, in World War II, shit stayed open, including in England where they were getting their asses bombed every night. Well, it's kind of like the uh, uh, Noah Syndergaard and a couple other, Chris Sale, I believe, got uh, Tommy John surgery during this whole thing. And they were getting criticized for taking up uh, – you know, a hospital suite or, a, you know, an operating suite and all this kind of thing. And I'm like, well, the orthopedic surgeon doesn't work on COVID patients. But the issue apparently was that they used gowns, masks and all the other things that that typically would now go towards, you know, fighting the virus. Right. And that's become an issue, which I think is a little bit crazy, too. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Harry, because let's be honest, if you're having so like I, I'm, I'm supposed to have a surgery that I put off, but because it, it's not life or death. Now, when you talk about baseball players, you know, getting surgery now, uh, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez decided yeah. he was going to have uh, Tommy John also right now. Uh, that's but those aren't you're not going into a regular hospital when you're a major league baseball player and you're having orthopedic surgery done. You're not sitting in a ward with 100 people on ventilators. You know, you're usually going into a private facility where the doctor has his own suite and his own location. And that doctor, by the way, who is an orthopedic surgeon who does these elaborate surgeries is not doing, is not, do, is not a general practitioner. And so that's the difference here. They're not going into a big right. ward and, and depriving people of hospital beds when they go through these treatments. Yeah. All right, boys, good to touch base with the Philly Mafia. Congrats on the new show, April 6th on Sirius XM. It'll be on Twitch as well. Look it up, the Tony Bruno Show. Keep him in line, Harry. I know you will. And, uh, Tony, good to talk to you, brother, as always. You too. Now it's time for the keto gnocchi portion it's, of the program. It is now gnocchi time for Tony Bruno. Say hi to Miss Robin for me, all right? All right, Jay. Good to talk to you, man. See you, boys. All right, let me end with a couple other emails. Lots of good stuff coming in from all over the place. My friend Enrique Fernandez Najera, or Najara, from Mexico, who works at a resort down there, says, Hello, Steve. Greetings from Cancun. Thought you might like this little video. It's footage from closed resorts here at the Mayan Riviera. Mother Nature is starting to take over once again. A jaguar just made this hotel his own now. Some wild boars and monkeys now run free. Best regards and stay safe, Enrique. Yes, the the video is spectacular. Security footage at night of a jaguar just walking across the front entrance of a hotel and uh, the monkeys and the boars. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This one from Howard Carson. Dear Steed and beloved Scott and Solly, I was channel surfing Sunday night and stumbled upon a show called Tanked. It's about a company out of Vegas that makes massive custom aquariums for the rich and famous. The episode was about Adrian Peterson and his custom aquarium. Yes, the same one from your beloved Redskins. I recall the financial problems that he has has had, and if you watch the first few minutes of this episode, you will see this massive mansion. I mean, it's bigger than the governor's. The show is on the Animal Planet channel. Here's your link attached. They didn't say how much the tank cost, but I'd bet you lunch it was well over a hundred grand. Oh, it starts at a hundred grand. 
after you see his mansion, I believe it was in Atlanta, and the aquarium, you won't have to doubt why he is now broke. Well, he's not technically broke, but he has wasted a lot of money. Love the show. More Barry. Sincerely, Howard Carson. David Lindsay says, we had the evil Knievel rocket cycle. Or no, we had the evil, Zabe, you talk about the evil Knievel motorcycle. Well, we had the evil Knievel rocket cycle that sparked when you wound it up. And I said, what? He sent a picture of it. It's a souped up rocket powered evil Knievel cycle that was a toy. It actually did work pretty well. The cigarette lighter flints and wheels sparked when you turned the hand crank on the other side of the holder. P.S. Charge is great. Probably your number two guest right behind Notorious J.A.Y. Jay has been put behind the magical Friday firewall. So, ha <laughs> double birds for all you people are not paying five bucks a month. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Jeez, take it so personally. I got a few complaints last week. The you know another dose of Ronnie behind the wall was you know not the A material. I said all right, I'll put Jay back there. Don't make me. I will. Then and then finally this one from Sandra. Uh, she says, Steve, I have an absolute addition to Church's list of people who ruin concerts. I went to a Duran Duran concert with my twenty three year old son. A little mother son bonding. The women sitting in front of us were in their 40s and completely drunk. Halfway through the concert, one of them started hitting on my son. He tried to blow her off and she wouldn't stop. When she started hanging on him and asking, What you doing after the concert? I had to step in and say, I'm his mother. Back up. At that point, she couldn't stop apologizing. Luckily, other seats were open and we simply moved. I listen to the podcast and afternoon show every day. Thanks for the laughs and distraction from these crazy times. Sincerely, Sandra. Thank you, Sandra. That is fantastic. All right, that's a wrap for me today. Thank you so much for listening and downloading. Remember, you can subscribe to the full five days, Fridays. Average out at about 16 cents a day. Helps keep me motivated and doing this, and I appreciate each and every one of you subscribers. Hang in there. Be good to your neighbors. Be safe. Be smart. We'll get through this. Get it done. We got to get it done. There's no other choice. Have a great Thursday, and we will see you next time.